All right. Good morning. Today is uh, Daylight Savings Time Sunday, November 7th. And I think all of us were pretty messed up with Daylight Well, no, I take it back. I wasn't somehow, which I always usually am, but we all um, we all kind of uh, messed up Daylight Savings Time. But I got we got Asher back this week. Tom is in the building wearing his Slant Man jersey. Um I don't know. How's it going, fellas? Asher, we know you missed we missed you last week, but uh, uh, hopefully everything's all right. And uh, how you doing, man? No, I'm great. Yeah, I had a little off week last week, but I'm ready to get back into fantasy football, ready to get back into football with you guys. So I can't wait to uh, start this week off right. All righty. Tom, how you doing, man? Um, I haven't I haven't talked to you since, or I guess I haven't seen your face since Monday, which is weird, I guess, for me. But uh, how you doing, man? Yeah. I, I'm doing all right. Classes and stuff starting to pick up. So, you know, I'm just trying to get out of here, get my work done, and then talk some football on the weekend. So I'm happy to be back. Good, good, good. Uh, the weather is changing. Uh, like we said, it is daylight savings time today. Um, but uh, let's get started how we always do um, and start out with the injury report this week. Um, I'm going to announce this anyways. It has a lot to do with fantasy. So everyone knows I have Kyler Murray on my team. Um, luckily for me, it's the Pirate League, and I have Justin Herbert as a backup. Um, so I will be putting him in over Kyler Murray. I, I don't know what your guys' thoughts are on Murray because it really does seem like he's going to be a game-time decision. And personally, this late in the year and this late in like your fantasy season, I don't think you guys, you should count on a guy like Murray right now. Uh, I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Because – I was just asking around a lot for myself. Like I said, it's an easy choice for me because it's just Herbert. Um, but, yeah, what are your guys' kind of thoughts on that? Uh, Tom, we'll go ahead and start with you, man. Yeah, in the Tav League, I think I have Kyler Murray, um, and he's now projected for one fantasy point. So it's looking like he's not going to end up playing, uh, which sucks because I'm going to have to pick up a quarterback. And because we don't have injury reserve in that league – uh, I'm going to have to actually cut someone important off my team to get it. So um, it's a huge blow for the Cardinals. The The only good thing about it is that they get to play the 49ers um, who do not have as great of a defense as everyone had hoped and expected they did this year. Um, and Colt McCoy is a very con- uh, serviceable backup and he's able to come in at times and, and come in and win them games. So it's going to suck for sure. Not having Kyler Murray's talent out there, but it could be worse. Uh, what are your thoughts, Asher? So my thoughts are if Kyler Murray plays, start him, obviously. He's a must-start. It doesn't matter if he's injured or not. He uh, He's that quarterback that will produce numbers no matter how injured he is in the game. But if he is out, don't worry about the wide receivers on that squad. I promise you with Christian Kirk, A.J. Green, DeAndre Hopkins, Rondell Moore, you put any of those guys in, Somebody is destined to eat. And my two biggest guys on that team this week as wide receivers go is DeAndre Hopkins and Christian Kirk. You start any of those two guys, those those two guys will do fine with any quarterback under the helm. Isn't D Hop also questionable though? Yeah, he's a game time decision as no, well. He'll, he'll start. He'll st- he, I, I, I'm pretty I sure think, I saw something that he was starting. Yeah, I think he'll play. Um yeah, and like I said, obviously it's different for me in this pirate league because I have like a very good backup and this point, I just want to get to, uh, you know, get keep, just get a win and move on. Um, but that's very different for obviously a lot of different teams. But um, let's go through the injury report as well. Um, and yes, Tom, you're right. Uh, the the thing that flagged me this morning is because 
all week, uh, you know, I was looking at the scores on Sleeper, and it was all week. It was Murray, 20 points, 21 points, 18, I think he got down to one point. But, yes, I popped it up this morning, and he was uh, supposed to get 2.5 points, um, and now he's down to a point and a half. So, um, yeah, I, I'm not going to play him, but I'm sure we'll get to that. And, uh, Asher, I agree with you as well. Uh, that That's a – that's almost a system where receivers are good. As long as you have a quarterback, they can like actually throw, throw the, ball. the ball. Yeah. Yeah. The, the receivers are going to, the receivers are going to score. I mean, the, the one I would kind of relate it to now is like Ohio state's offense where, I mean, Jackson, the third receiver yesterday, Jackson Smith, Nigba had in Jigba had uh, like 250 yards. So yeah. th- those receivers won't be hurt as much. And like we kind of said, I think D hop's going to play. I would be surprised if he didn't, but, It's a a fail-safe offense, to be honest with you. If you had, I mean, you got the running back in the backfield. Chase Edmonds does great on the flats. He does great running up the middle. You got great wide receivers. It's a fail-safe offense, so you can put any quarterback under the helm and they'll do fine. Yeah, and and on top of it, you like Colt McCoy is the backup. I mean, he's he's obviously not going to come in and light the world on fire, but he's like a veteran NFL backup, so he he shouldn't necessarily lose you the game, but he's definitely not going to win it for you. But yeah, I mean, yeah. It's an air raid offense. We've seen it all the time in college, and this is kind of the first time we see it in the NFL. But yeah, it's a it's it's a system that's good for uh, receivers. Um, yeah, I uh, I have a question for the two of you very quickly because I want to get my stuff in so I can give my full attention to the show here today. For my backup, I'm picking up for Kyler. I'm debating between two guys who I have down as my sleeper quarterback later on. Um, Tyrod coming back off injury or Brissett because Tua is listed as out and Brissett's getting the start. Which way do you guys lean? What? That's actually a, a Tua's really good out. question. Yeah, Tua's Tua, out. Tua is out for sure, yeah. Um, I, I would go with Tyrod. That's my opinion. Asher? I don't know. I mean, you have Tyrod and uh, Brissett going against each other head-to-head. Mm-hmm. I see Miami's defense is a little more of a struggle to pass against than Houston's defense. Uh, Jacoby Brissett is a is is a longtime backup veteran that did well with the Colts and had a few good games with Miami Dolphins. And against a weak Arizona or a fucking Houston defense, I think Jacoby Brissett might be the might be the gameplay here. I think he that's was gonna. Pick. I mean, he's my sleeper too, so I feel like I got to own up to my picks. I think Joby, uh, Jacoby Brissett is the is the way to go here. Uh, I'll just play devil's advocate, and um, I, I'll disagree because my sleeper was uh, Tua, but um, <laughs> <laughs> um, shows how much I know. Um, but uh, I, I in my starters, I have uh, Tyrod Taylor. I mean, we've seen what he we've seen what he can do um, with that offense. I mean, they don't have a lot of weapons. Um, but I mean, whoever they played that first week when they got that win, they scored like 42 points. Now I do think that's different because we're later in the season and this obviously they know what teams can do now, but uh, I think uh, anyone listening to this knows who the smart people are on this show. Um, so I would take (laughs) your opinion. Um, but like I said, Tyrod's my starter. So, uh, whatever. Um, my dad agrees with you, Justin. So, so whatever. <laughs> Me, well, you, Tom, you got to stop telling your dad to agree with me after last week. That's true. I'm surprised he hasn't week. ripped you yet after um, last week. And it wasn't even the funny part about that is too when like I hadn't bet the Lions or the Browns, and then by the time your dad said something, I had to bet them. 
and they both lost. And, and as I was losing, <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, like what is going on? Um, but uh, all right, let's get in back into the injury report. Yeah, so Mr. Bennett, guys. yeah, don't don't listen to me. Um uh Drew Locks out, uh 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 Teddy's I think playing. Um uh in, interesting for the Cowboys. Uh C D Lamb and Mark Cooper are both listed as questionable. Have you guys heard anything about either one of those guys? C D Lamb is expected to play. As far as Amari Cooper, I'm not I'm not quite sure. Okay. Okay. I hadn't um, heard uh either of them as like very serious injuries. So oh, so expect- C D Lamb and Amari Cooper are expected to play. There I just got that update. I, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh AJ Brown missed Friday's practice. Supposed to play. He is on a heater. Um, I'm sure, as everyone knows. Um, I, un, I guess differently, and it's only a defense. Really, this is more of I'm just saying this because I'm kind of questioning it. Um, Von Miller was supposed to make his first start, but might not end up playing um, this week because of an ankle injury. Um, and then uh, also for the Rams, Robert Woods is good to go. Um, but this, I guess, is a kind of a question for other people out there, but for I'll ask you guys, what, what, what is your take on Robert Woods this year? I mean, we've all seen Cooper Cup. Um, obviously, I mean, he's going to break records, it looks like. Um, but it's happening in the past where Cooper Cup gets like starts getting double teamed and then Robert Woods ends up having a really good second half of the season. I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts on Robert Woods? Or do you? I mean, I think, obviously, they're not gonna, Matt Stafford's not going to go away from Cup. Uh, but I feel like he could open up to more people uh, towards the end of the season. But uh, what are your guys' thoughts? Go ahead, Tom. I mean, I, I've i been kind of a Woods guy, and I like Cooper Cup now as well. Um, I've co- I've grown to like Cooper Cup a little bit more because I always just thought that he – you ever get those guys in fantasy where you, like, you take them and then they have that season-ending injury and then you never want to take them ever again? Yeah, that happened to me because I had Cooper Cup two years in a row. And I'm like, oh, I stole him in the 10th round last year. He did great. I'm going to use a fifth-round pick on him this year. And then he goes and tears his ACL in training camp, and you lose your fifth-round pick. That's kind of always been my thing with Cooper <laughs> Cup. But Robert Woods is all-reliable. You can always get him seventh, eighth round. He's not really going to go too much higher than that. Might be able to get him later. And he's always just kind of been there. And like, like I said, I'm kind of a Robert Woods guy. I'm kind of a Robert Woods fan. Um and Stafford has shown that he's willing to move the ball around. I mean, we've seen games this year where each of them have kind of blown up. Now, Cooper Cup is more a consistent blow-up game, but Robert Woods has had those same performances. So I, I think that the whole situation is fine for them. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with Tom here. Um, I love everything you just said. The biggest thing that Kami goes – I'm starting to become a Cooper Cup fan. The man's been lighting it up for the past eight weeks. Now you're starting to become a Cooper Cup fan. I'm I'm starting to get over my heartbreak. It's not really becoming a fan. It's yeah, becoming okay. over my heartbreak. Okay, okay. I, I mean, um, I think I think with that offense, it, it's really hard to tell, especially with Matthew Stafford, uh, depending on which weapon he wants to go to, because he has so many in that offense. It's about time we see a Matthew Stafford offense where he actually has guys around him like Robert Woods, Tyler Higby, Cooper Cup, like he has Van Jefferson, so many guys that he could throw the ball to. You got Henderson in the backfield that could also open up on the flats. So it's hard to tell if if Robert Woods he's a boomer bust play at any week. Either Matthew Stafford decides to go to him and go to him heavily, he has a boom week. 
if he decides to go to Cooper Cup and maybe Tyler Higby and stick to the run game, then it's tough. So I see Robert Robert Woods as a boomer bust play every week as the season goes forward. I got you. I got you. Um, Fair enough. All right. Uh, back to the injury report. Um, uh, Rashad Bateman, uh, questionable, but he's expected to play. Um, Sammy Watkins, also a game-time decision, but both with a good shot to go. Um uh, Sam Darnold, clear concussion protocol. Um, he's dealing with a shoulder injury. Uh, he'll work out pregame, see how it goes. I don't think that matters to anyone other than, I guess, maybe Christian McCaffrey people, which, I mean, I guess we'll have to get to that too. Um, he Did he get activated this morning? McCaffrey? Yeah. He was clear, he was clear to pla- practice all week. I don't know if he got activated this morning, though. Okay. I, thought uh, I, I, I thought I saw that he was going to play – yeah, Tom, you want to talk about you want to talk about your heartbreak with Cooper Cup. I mean, it's been the same thing. There's got to be one guy out there that has drafted Christian McCaffrey every single year and just gets his heart broken every single year. Or, <laughs> and it gets the oh, I still yeah, well, I still only have his uh, status is to be determined. I don't have right. a full big news. George Kittle is expected to play, but we'll have a pitch yeah. count versus the Cardinals. Pitch yeah. count, okay. That that's why somewhat. I didn't put him in, Justin. <laughs> Um, that somewhat makes sense. Um, all right. Uh, you guys can obviously hop in if you see any news by yourself as well. Um, I wouldn't play anyone on the Browns offense this week, but uh, DPJ, um, Donald Peoples Jones is going to uh, probably going to play, um, and Clowney and Ward are good to go. That's actually big for me. Um, I guess more just your quick opinions. What what, what are you guys thoughts on the Odo Beckham situation in Cleveland? Uh, Tom, sorry you. Have you looked at the waiver wire order at all, either of you? Yes. All I've been saying I is I, I, I just I hope have. to God that one of the New York team picks him up. That so like there are only I think I saw nine team or nine teams or like seven teams that actually have the cap to claim him off waivers. The Jets and Giants, uh, and then then this is before they make any moves to open up space or anything. Um, the Jets and Giants are not on that list, either one of them. Um, but what pisses me off the most is the Jaguars are one of those teams, and they pick, I think, four right before the New York teams. So, like, would it have be – have the cap, though? They, I, that's what I'm saying. They, they're one of the teams that have the cap to take him right now as okay. it is. And it really sucks because I want to see OJ, OBJ go to a team and help them, like, get to the playoffs and contend. Jacksonville just is not it. I don't want to. I know see you do don't. That. I don't want to see him do that at all. <laughs> I, I, I pray to God he goes to Jacksonville. I hope he goes to the, I, my, 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 my favorite, my favorite place forever that he could go would be Detroit. I would yeah. be so happy if he went. To I don't Detroit. think they have no. the money actually. I, my, no, I think Detroit has the cap. I think Detroit has. Do cap. they? I think so. <laughs> I, I don't, bro. Imagine, well, <laughs> imagine. Yeah, and the, but the other thing with that is those bad teams probably aren't even gonna work. It's not worth picking up Odell Beckham, like especially the Jaguars. I mean, they are really stupid, and it is Urban Meyer, so I wouldn't put anything past them. But organizationally, you have to look that you have to look at that. And be like, we have a rookie quarterback and a rookie head coach. This like this cannot go well. So uh, I don't know. OBJ, I, 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 this is just my opinion. 
he he's just not as good as he used to be. He's still a top probably 25 receiver in the NFL, um, but he's not as good as he used to be. He has durability concerns. And while I don't think Baker Mayfield did a lot to help him help Beckham out, um, and the Browns have played better without Beckham, um, Baker is not like free from scrutiny from this. But you have to look at Odo Beckham and be like, he's gone now to two different teams, and his he has forced his way out of two different teams. So I don't know. Um, I don't know if anyone will pick him up through waivers. I, someone's going to pick him up if he clears waivers. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, but I, I wouldn't put any stock in Odell going forward as a receiver unless he goes to, uh, like, Tampa Bay or the Rams, um, but which is very possible. I, um, I, have, to, I have to disagree. Um, I think that OBJ still has the talent and the durability to get, to, to get the, uh, the game done. I think the problem with him in Cleveland is that Baker likes to pass to wide receivers – right when the safety is about to fucking just take their heads off. Like he likes to throw suicide passes on the daily. That's what he does. As long as he can get the ball into the wide receiver's hands, he doesn't care where he throws it. I've seen that a lot in Baker and OBJ, as long as, you know, I I see him as more of like a flimsy wide receiver, but he can still make plays with the ball as long as he can, you know, move around wide or move around defensive backs. If you're if if I'm Baker, I'm not throwing a suicide pass to OBJ because he's going to get taken off the field real quick. Um, but the two team favorites that I have for him for picking him up are the Saints and the Seahawks. Those are the uh, two teams I see picking up OBJ at this point. I think OBJ could do well in both systems. Um, I understand that the Seahawks have TD Lockett and DK Metcalf, but even with OBJ in that system. You bring Russell Wilson back, See, Seahawks finally have a playoff-bound team after Russell Wilson being out for five to six weeks. Seahawks could come back from that with OBJ in that offense. Russell Wilson's not going to be that that suicide passer that Baker is. I could see that team taking off with OBJ. Yeah, I, I don't wholeheartedly agree with that. Because I don't want to sit here and say OBJ is the reason the Seahawks are going to make the playoffs or not, because that division is brutal. They're in the division with the Cardinals and the Rams right now, and the 49ers, who are still somehow keeping afloat. So to say that like OBJ is going to turn everything around, that's great. But like, aren't what's their record right now? Are they even in contention still? Because I know the NFC is loaded, so you have to be like, like God tier. I think they're four and four or three and four or something like that. But so I mean, hypothetically there's... speaking, he could pull them out of the rut, but. Is Russ a guy that's known to spread the ball around to anyone, or is he a guy that forces it to lock it in the end zone and DK in the open field? Yeah, but that's the thing, though, is that it depends <laughs> on who who the defensive backs are trying to hoard at the point. But if you put OBJ in the slot where he thrives, especially with New York, you could spread the defensive backs anywhere, and he could get the ball to anybody at that point. OBJ to me right now, I mean, if there's one person that's that's pissed out there that uh, OBJ is getting released, it's it's Deshaun Jackson because Odell Beckham in my eyes there. is basically <laughs> in my eyes Odell Beckham is basically a rich man's uh, Deshaun Jackson. Like he'll he'll catch to like where if he goes with somewhere with a good quarterback, he'll probably put up three or four touchdowns by the end of the year, and they'll all be bombs. So uh, I agree with that and. 
like I said, Baker's not clear from scrutiny for me, but it's also, and we should have seen this coming, but he was, Odell's never a good fit and it was never going to be a good fit in this system because it's a timing system. Mm -hmm. Uh, Odell is more of your free runner. And that's most of like Tyreek Hill probably wouldn't be good in the Brown system. He just wouldn't be good in the Brown system. So uh, is that, I mean, it's kind of give and take, but like, I, I do think Odell could go somewhere and have four or five touchdowns by the end of the year. And I also think that Baker's not free from scrutiny, but I don't think it was ever going to work out with Odell in Cleveland. So I think someone is like, if the saints pick him up or the, I agree with you, Asher, someone's going to pick him up or which is funny. Cause you said the NFC West, like I can imagine every single team in that division picking him up. I um, see. Well, I see. I, I see the saints being the, the favorite target here, especially with Michael Thomas being up the rest of the season. They need that big bang uh, wide receiver, especially with their star quarterback going down. I think OBJ mm-hmm. would fit well in that system. It just matters how long he could stay durable. I agree yeah. with you there. I, I think the saints go ahead. Go Tom. Ahead. Oh, my bad. Um, I just want, I think the saints are probably the, the, best landing spot for him at this point in time other than the Packers and the Packers are going to, I was looking into their cap situation, man, look, looking into the cap situation, they're going to have to do a lot to get him into green Bay. But if they're truly are all in on keeping Aaron Rodgers a Packer for life, this is the kind of move that they're going to need to make. See, and that's I'm, something that they're, they're lining up to do it, man. That's the thing that sucks. I was hoping nobody said the Packers because I could see OBJ landing on the Packers. I've seen his name linked to the Packers quite a bit. And Aaron Rodgers with OBJ and Devontae Adams, there's no it's chance over. any team, there's no chance that any team in the NFC North has a chance for that division. Right. Because oh. Aaron Rodgers, we know, is a guy that will be sharing the <laughs> ball around. He shares the ball exactly. around to the to Marquez Valdez Scantling and Geronimo Allison when he was still there. St. Brown, he gets Randall Cobb involved. Like, yeah. if you were to line up against Devontae Adams, Odell Beckham, and Randall Cobb out of the slot, like, that is just something. Or if you want to say MVS on the outside, move Odell to the slot, like you were saying, he was, you know, thriving or whatever. Yeah. It, no it, that, that is just – that is it's, the perfect – Fence because Rodgers will swing it to anyone. Yeah, it's a cheat code at that point. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like that's where I'm, that's where my head's at. That, I'm like, okay, yeah. I really want the Saints to get them, but the Packers I, would be a lot of more fun to watch. I see where you're getting at. I just hope it doesn't happen. <laughs> that's the reason I didn't want to say the Packers. I don't want to speak it into existence. <laughs> uh, I'm just I'm a realist. <laughs> I mean, I, I have two two things about that. Then we'll move on. Um, I, I, one, I like him on the Saints as well. It, it, they were, uh, I believe, they were the only team that actually actively talked with Cleveland in trade talks before the deadline. Um, so, it, but the only question there is, does Odell Beckham get along with Marshawn Lattimore, who seems to everyone, every receiver in the NFL hates Marshawn Lattimore um, for whatever reason. And I saw your face uh, when OBJ was going to. We talked about OGB, OBJ going to the Packers, Asher. Yeah, that sucks. You have to deal with it, for, with it for one more year. Aaron Rodgers is going to be on the Steelers next year for like three years, and I, I'm going to have to deal with him for the next three years. So, <laughs> like, I, so, that's, so, like, you made the face, and then I was like, well, I would make fun of you, but it's going to be worse for me. Next I year. did I did predict Aaron Rodgers to go to the Steelers next year. I said that a couple weeks ago. I did, exp- I, I did, I did predict that, but at the same time, if you get OBJ in that system and you decide to keep OBJ, I think Aaron Rodgers finally decides 
to maybe stay in the Green Bay system with more weapons. They're finally investing in the offense. So maybe Aaron Rodgers decides, That's what like, I'm hey, saying. this is a salivating offense now. Maybe I, I stay. I don't. That, that was from, from the only thing I'll say about OBJ, like that he could very well sign with the Packers after this, but he's not staying in, in Green Bay. Like Odell is at the point of his career, in my opinion, where he wants to go to a Miami or an LA or a New York, or he wants, he wants to, to maximize to to all his stuff. I think he wants to go to, a I don't think he ring. does. I really don't think he wants to. I, I don't think that matters to him. He's not, he's not, he's not approaching retirement. If he was approaching retirement, I would agree with you but he's not. I think he still has more more years to play in him, and I th- feel like if you have Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams in your system, I think OBJ sees that uh, opportunity like, oh, my God, I could finally get some more rings with these guys. Yeah, I mean, I, I also don't know how well OBJ would react to being the number two Ooh. receiver oh, behind Devontae Adams. He's, I mean, uh, any wide receiver would be willing to stay with a Devontae Adams. because You, you know, say Devontae that? Adams, Devontae you say Adams, that I, I've dealt with OBJ here for three years. I, I don't think he's okay being with the number two guy anywhere. I really don't. Devont, Devontae Adams is going to be double teamed. You got OBJ on the outside, one on one with a defensive back. I see his mouth salivating at that point. I, I agree. I agree. I just don't think OBJ thinks that way. But we can move on. Tom, you wanted to say something? Yeah, I just got um, Ian Rappaport. Uh, tweet come in with some inactives and inactives. Sammy Watkins is out, and Malik Reed is also out for the Broncos. Um, Odell Beckham, whatever. Uh, oh, the that I want to get for the Panthers, Sam Darnold and McCaffrey are both active for today. Sam Darnold and McCaffrey. If anyone's trying to start Chuba Hubbard, get him out of your lineup because McCaffrey is back. All right, good, good, good for the good for the Panthers. Maybe they'll win a game. Um, all right, uh, uh, Jacksonville, uh, James Robinson is questionable. Um, Urban Meyer, uh, well-known PhD doctor, uh, described it as a pain threshold issue. So we'll see about that. Um, Elijah Mitchell and Debo both missed Thursday and Friday, but are supposed to play today. And uh, that's all the injuries I have. Um, I also just got an update uh, three minutes ago. Harrison Smith of the Vikings is now put on the COVID-19 reserve list and is out for the game today, Asher. So I see that as if he doesn't have COVID, they're just putting him on that list because of the fact that he decided to choke out C.D. Lamb last week. He's probably going to get suspended. (laughs) So the Vikings put him on that list as like a minor punishment until the NFL decides what they want to do with uh, Harrison Smith. Okay. Well, I did not see that, but all right. No, he um, he choked him out. Like literally, he tacked him on the sideline and decided to hold him down for about ten seconds, choking him out. <laughs> there seemed to be there seemed to be a lot of like just animosity towards the receivers and defensive backs this year. I mean, there always is, but it just seems even. Uh, Galladay, Galladay is officially activated. It, I, I mean, Ooh, there you go. That's big. I like I, I like Galladay one of the worst career moves he's ever made in his life. Hundred percent. Giants. Yeah. I, I, I mean, unless they get a new it's quarterback. Than Detroit, my in my opinion, it's better than Detroit. See, I it I usually would agree with you, but at this point in the season now, Detroit's close enough where they're they're and they've looked bad enough where they're going to get a new quarterback next year, probably. So 
I don't know. But if they get a new quarterback and he can actually throw the ball, it'll be a better move, I think. Matthew Stafford could throw the ball. He's done it like the past eight, nine seasons. Look what he's doing to the Rams right now. You could get any quarterback in that system. I'm saying Daniel Jones. Oh, okay. We're talking for Galladay. My bad. No, I I was talking for Galladay. Okay. All right. All right. You're right. You're right. My bad. All right, well, let's get into the main entree of our uh, Fantasy Sundays, unless anyone has. Oh, I guess we will talk about this first real quickly. You're a Vikings fan, obviously. The Aaron Rodgers thing, I thought it was incredibly overblown. Mm -hmm. Anyone have any other thoughts? Asher, more than anyone, I want to know your thoughts. Jordan, I'm confused as to what Aaron Rodgers thing you're talking about. The, the The whole COVID thing. COVID thing. Oh, I mean, it's it's give or take, really. I mean, Devontae Adams was out the week before with COVID, and then Aaron Rodgers comes out the, the week after with COVID. I mean, it could just be a fucking move just to get an extra week out. It could actually be COVID. I don't know. Um, either way, it doesn't hurt the Packers. The Packers are doing just fine. Yeah, but they have to start Jordan Love. Jordan whoa, Love will whoa. do fine in that system. You know this was talked about like this whole Aaron Rodgers issue has been talked about. It's been the number one story in ESPN for three days. Yeah. You can say what you want about Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I, even though I'm a Vikings fan, like Aaron Rodgers could do whatever the fuck he wants at this point. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Okay. That's fair. I I agree. I mean, I think it's, I thought it was overblown and absolutely it's overblown. It's Aaron Rodgers. He's going to make any play he can. If he wants an extra time off, then he's going to take extra time off, you know? Yeah. Tom, I'll ask you this so, question. I think, it's, I think it's funny, Tom. Um, How much do you think McAfee pays Aaron Rodgers to come singularly on his show? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. I think I, I feel I, like I they're be- friends, so he doesn't pay him like too much because he wants to come on and do it. But I'm sure like McAfee's the kind of guy where he's like, dude, come on, you're coming on my show every week. Let me give you something. I, so like maybe I maybe I, McAfee does all of Rogers' sports betting on the NFL, maybe, and we just don't know, but <laughs> I did not realize that Aaron Rodgers is also an anti-vaxxer. See, okay, so you did okay. That that was the whole story. I didn't realize that. I yeah, I, I just it. saw that just now. Okay, all right, yeah. Then maybe figure it out. Maybe we'll ask you next week. Then uh, I know you're over <laughs> wherever you are, but yeah, no, that's why I was surprised by your reaction because I was like, bad. "No, well, you're I good." Realize, I didn't realize he was an anti-vaxer. Well, he, that's the whole point. He's not an anti-vaxer. He's uh, immunized. But yes, no, that, that it was it was the biggest story on Friday for like the full day, and I was like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. But yeah, I didn't yes. see that. Yeah, uh, all good. Um. Uh, all right. Oh, that's all I want to talk about. Let's get into our start, uh, sitting uh, start and cinnamon sleeper. Yep. Um, if everyone's ready for that, uh, yes. uh I and, will just throw out one question before we do anything. If the Saints go out versus Atlanta, fall flat on their face, will we see a Phillip Rivers to New Orleans signing this week? No, 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 they've been talking about it. I don't see it happening. Yeah, Philip Rivers, no, has, no, Phillip Phillip Rivers, Rivers has the man Phillip has Rivers talked about it. The man has the man has 12 kids. He's in retirement. He decided to flirt with the situation, but I doubt he goes through with it. Is he up to 12 now? 
No, he's not. But I would not close. be surprised if he was up to twelve now. I mean, <laughs> he's pretty no, damn like, close. The only reason that I knew Phillip he had River, nine. The only reason Philip Rivers was brought up was because he made the news. Like no one asked the Saints about him. They asked Philip Rivers if the Saints called, would he be interested? And yeah, he said yes. He's probably living in hell with his ten children at home. So. Uh, All right, I, let I, me let me ask another question then, because there was an actual signing. Jordan Love goes out, throws three interceptions in the first half. Do we see Blake Bortles back in the Packer uniform? I mean, if he throws in three interceptions, then yes, <laughs> <laughs> then yes. I see. I am so excited to see Blake Bortles back <laughs> in the league. He's he's back in a Packers uniform. He's a third stringer. He's already in a Packers uniform. Oh, he, no, he, he was, was off the team, else. and they signed. They flew him in and signed him this week. Once this Rogers okay. had his whole COVID thing. Yeah. Okay, I mean, if he throws three interceptions, then yes, I see Blake Bortles coming back. I want to see game. Blake Bortles. <laughs> I mean, Tom, uh, uh, Zach made a comment uh, the other day, but I, I mean, I told him to make a shirt, even though I don't know if we can. It's got enough juice for it because Aaron Rodgers is probably going to be back. But right back. the boat in the bay. The boat in the bay. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and, and Zach said the same thing. Zach was like, yeah, that's great. I just – I don't know if we get maiden time and get him out before Aaron Rodgers is already back. <laughs> so, um, all right. Well, let's do our stardom, sit'em, and sleepers. Uh, we'll start with our starts, obviously. Um, uh, Tom, yeah, I forget. Did we go over how we did last week? No. F- feel free to key everyone in. You know. No, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> okay, then then why did you bring it up? Well, I just wanted to make sure because like I had a very tough week last week. It Looking happens, at it man. like ugh, that was tough. That was just a weird week last week. I also am still trying to get over Thursday night football. Did I tell you I was at the game? You had said Monday that you were trying to get people to go. I ended up going and I came a little late. But I got in just in time to see Mike White throw his touchdown pass and then not see him the rest of the game because he hurt his wrist. Smartest thing he ever did, ever, was to get hurt. Now, no, he, and now, then, now, there's, now there's an air of mystery around him. I, sure um, I was just right. telling him, I went to the Jets-Colts game because it was in Indy where I go to school, and I saw Mike White's touchdown pass, and then I didn't get to see him the rest of the night. But Josh Johnson came in and threw three touchdown passes. You realize now, that you realize back to back backup quarterbacks came in and threw like thirty point fantasy numbers. They they right. both back to back went three to four TDs with three hundred plus yards. Josh Johnson. What do you think about came in and threw three point? I was exactly. just gonna say Josh Johnson just came in and threw three touchdown passes. Mike White threw three touchdown passes in the Jets' offense. Zach Wilson threw three picks in the Jets' offense. Like <laughs> what do you what do you, what are you supposed to do with Zach Wilson at that point? And again, I have to, I'm not going to get started on this. We have fantasy yeah. to talk about. We can talk about this, <laughs> this tomorrow. We can talk crazy. about it tomorrow. I'm too upset all still. Right, all, right. <laughs> all right, all right, weirdos. All right, let's go. Uh, stardom uh, quarterback. Tom, we'll go with you. Justin, you're not going to like it, but I think Joe Burrow puts up one of those Joe Burrow type days today. Um. The Burrow has just been absolutely insane. He's playing a QB 10 right now for fantasy points. Um, he's balled out both games uh, last year where he combined for 722 yards and six touchdowns 
while also added 53 yards and a score. Um, and the Packer, or excuse me, the Browns have struggled containing quarterbacks in 2021 with Mahomes, Herbert, and Kyler Murray each reaching top five fantasy finishes against the Browns. So I'm going with Joe Burrow today. I mean, you could make a case for all three of those quarterbacks that they're top five quarterbacks in the league. So, <laughs> Fair enough. Um, all right, Asher, go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Jalen Hurts against the Chargers. I like that. Um, I think this is going to be a very air raid game. I mean, I said mm-hmm. this every week about Justin Herbert. He likes to go in the air. And if the Chargers put up the points that I know that the Chargers can, Jalen Hurts is going to have to do the exact, exact same thing, whether it's on the ground with his feet or throwing it up to Devonta Smith or whoever else, Jalen Rager. Jalen Hurts might have a – not might. he. I think he has to have a great game against the Chargers this week. Yeah. Uh, uh, my starter is Ty- – I mentioned earlier, Tyrod Taylor versus the uh, Dolphins. Uh, he's obviously been hurt, but – they clearly, I mean, if you saw them with Davis Webb, um, they dummied and watered down the playbook pretty hard for him. Uh, I think they're going to probably open it back up for Tyrod Taylor. And uh, Miami's just pretty bad. So, um, yeah. All right, what about running backs? Asher. Running backs. All right, my starter running back this week is going to be, wait for it, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones against KC um, oh. is weird because don't get me wrong. I have the backup running back actually going in as my sleeper pick this week. I'll get to that later. Ooh. I'll get to that later. But Aaron Jones is my starter this week versus KC. You got Jordan Love at the helm. He is no Aaron Rodgers, obviously. He's not going to have the air raid type game that Aaron Rodgers usually has. So they're going to rely on the run game. And I think Aaron Jones is going to light up. KC defense. I think Aaron Jones has a hell of a game this week. I All love right. that. Jones um, is also going to probably get involved with the passing game as well because Jordan yeah. Love's going to need to do throw those check downs. On the flats, mm-hmm. yeah. Love him this week all around as well. Um, for my sleep or starter running back, he was my sleeper a week ago. I'm standing by yet again. Assuming he plays, I guess this is one where we didn't actually talk about his injury. Um, Elijah Mitchell versus Arizona. Um, I don't know, and I'm trying to find right now. I don't see anything as to his status for the game just yet. Um, but if he plays, he has had back-to-back consecutive 100-plus yard games uh, with with a score in each of the past two games as well. Arizona is a very good defense overall. They're going to blitz a lot, but that's going to affect more Jimmy Garoppolo, I feel, because anyone can run in Shanahan's system here. So I'm going with Elijah Mitchell versus Arizona. Um, and if he gets hurt, I'm going to be very sad. All right, great. Oh, I just I just got this news update. The Cardinals traveled both Murray and DeAndre Hopkins to San Francisco, but aren't expecting either to play. Oh, fantastic. Now I have to find another plug-and-play wide receiver. Maybe you should. But I also, but I did get another update that Elijah Mitchell and Debo Samuel are expected to play. All right, that's good for me. All right, great, great, Tom. It's all that matters is you. Um, all right, my stardom is uh, uh, Zach Moss versus Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville's terrible. Um, that's all I really have to say. Jacksonville is, they're not an NFL team, so. Um, yeah, Zach Moss. Uh, wide receiver. <laughs> uh, Asher, go ahead. 
Yeah, my starter wide receiver this week, and I know a lot of people are, you know, kind of down on him because he hasn't really done much the first half of the season, but I'm going to go with Stefan Diggs against Jacksonville for the same reason you just said. Jacksonville's defense is not great. And if Stefan Diggs ever has a game to really get back in his momentum and Josh Allen really wants to establish something with Stefan Diggs, I which I know he does because that's the reason Stefan Diggs went to Buffalo. Stefan Diggs should have a great game and eat against Jacksonville's defense. Stefan Diggs is ready for this matchup. I think he has has a two TD game. I think he has a two TD game this week. This is a game where you could turn it on late in the first quarter. It's already 28, nothing. Exactly. That's (laughs) what I'm saying. Stefan Diggs. I already see it. I already see a two TD game for Stefan Diggs this week. Uh, Mm -hmm. Real quick, talking about guys with uh, two TD games. If we were doing this show on Thursday before the jet game, who else started Elijah Moore? Who else started Elijah Moore? (laughs) Elijah Moore. I started Elijah Moore. I started. Yes, him. sir. We love yes, that. Sirsky. I played. Elijah I picked Moore, him up, hey. and I, my my friend who I'm playing, uh, Sal. For those that know Justin, you know Sal. Um, mm. Sal uh, dropped him the this like previous week. I waited for him to clear waivers, picked him up, and plugged and played him against Sal, and now he blows up for the two touchdown game. Priceless. Yeah. I, I, I he was up, I, uh, he was texting me the entire time. <laughs> I picked up Elijah Moore on a fob with 16 bucks. Picked him up and started him the, the exact same week. Got me two TDs. Never been two so TDs, baby. Another guy that I could see potentially getting two TD game is going in tandem with Justin's quarterback. I think this is Brandon Cooks's week to kind of bounce back after having a really rocky start or rocky road there with Davis Mills in that quarterback. Uh, Miami's defense, everyone came into it, and you guys will agree with me. We we came into it thinking that this was going to be an elite defense, especially versus the pass when you had um, Byron Jones. all the corners and everything and the safety help and all that. But little does everyone, anyone really know, and no one really thinks about it, but Miami is the second easiest matchup for opposing receivers right now. They're giving up the second most fantasy points to opposing receivers. Um. It's it's the main reason I'm going with Cooks this week. Uh, we saw the chemistry that him and Tyrod had, and we saw the chemistry that led to Cooks consistently putting up 20 fantasy points per week. Um, and uh, what, what was it? Uh, in the duos alone, full game together before Tyrod got hurt, Cooks recorded five catches for 132 yards and what should have been a score, but they called them down at the one-yard line. Um, there is no talent in that or very minimal talent in that Houston receiving room. Um, it's going to f- be fed through cooks like we saw. And I, I think they're put, uh, this puts him back in wide receiver two range. And like I said, he could explode for a huge touchdown game. If they're looking to get someone in the red zone. Okay. Um, I have breaking news from Adam Schefter. Um, LBJ would like to join a postseason contender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very, very uh, breaking news there. Um, all right. Uh, Send him to Tampa. It's <laughs> like Tampa needs any other wide receiver. <laughs> I, I mean, Antonio Brown already lives with uh, Tom Brady. I mean, why not just invite OBJ over too? Have, uh, you know, they're, starting, they're starting a Madden NFL fantasy draft where you have the top 10 picks in the league. <laughs> yeah 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 
and the dirtiest players like Dominic Kung Su. Um, all right, uh, my wide receiver, uh, maybe you'll like this, Asher. Uh, Justin Jefferson, um, uh, the Ravens' past mm-hmm. defense is uh, really bad, uh, especially this year. Um, I think they'll probably put Humphrey on Thielen for the most part just because he's a bigger body. So, um, yeah, I, the Baltimore's past defense is terrible. I don't know. I don't know how their defense works sometimes, but uh, they have terrible past defense. And like I said, Humphrey, who has been getting – has already been beat up twice this year, which is something that's never happened to him in the past. Uh, I think he'll follow Thielen mostly, and that'll leave Diggs open across the middle. Um, Kirk Cousins is playing, right? Isn't their center out, though? Their center uh, is expected to play. Oh, okay. I, I just I heard something COVID going on about there this week, so I didn't know. But um, I, Justin Jefferson has been quiet the first half, uh, kind of like you said with Stephon Diggs. I, think, I do think he's just as good um, as Jamar Chase. He just needs to get the – um, just needs to get the ball production from the quarterback. So. Yeah, the only the only outs that the Vikings have are Kellen Mond, which he wasn't going to see the field anyways. Um, Amir Smith Marset. <laughs> I was waiting for you to do Chaz that, Tom. Surratt, and Michael Pierce, defensive tackle, which is a huge blow. But we have like go. fucking three other all-star defensive tackles. So, well, I, you gave us Malik Jackson, so I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, he's not the worst. He's okay. But he does well, yeah. Uh, all right, tight ends. Uh, Ashley, let's go to you first. Yeah, I'm going to go with Dallas Goddard. Uh, easy pick. Uh, Dallas Goddard's going to go against Los Angeles Chargers this week. Like I said with Jalen Hurts, it's going to be air raid type game. Once they get into the red zone, Dallas Goddard is going to be a favorite target, especially with Zach Ertz not in that system anymore. I saw, I saw we had him last week. Uh, Dallas Goddard still put 12 points up against, uh, shoot, I don't remember who they played last week, but this week with an air raid type offense, I feel like that, uh, Dallas Goddard is going to have a great game in the red zone. So Dallas Goddard is my start this week. Okay, Tom. I, I don't know how to feel about Dallas Goddard, man. Like I want to like him so bad. Then there are just those games where I'm just like, you're not that good. Like, I just, no, I can't not, get a but... gauge on Dallas Goddard. You know what I mean? No, like, no, no, no. I get, I, I get what you mean. He's not great, <laughs> but at the same time, he's still the starting tight end. And in the red zone, I know Jalen Hurts is going to look for a big body in the red zone. So, Jalen Hurts yeah, is going to I get that, man. It's just, it's so hard for me to get behind Dallas Goddard. I don't know why. Um, for my starter tight end, when his start when his starting quarterback does not play, he gets two catches for eleven yards. When his starting quarterback does play, he's a top he's top ten tight end in the league in the in the four games that they played together previously. Dalton Schultz today versus the Broncos. Dak Prescott is coming back. Um <clears throat> with CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper both dealing with ankle injuries. Or I was it was was Cooper's an ankle injury? I know CD's was. Hamstring. Hamstring no, injury. No, no, no. CD's was in hamstring. No, I have I have it right here in my notes that CD was the ankle. I knew that much, but I didn't actually realize Cooper was hurt. Um Michael Gallup, not sure where, what's going on with him, uh, because I think he tried to come back for injured reserves. But um even with that, with those two being hobbled and not playing one hundred percent, uh I think Schultz as as much as he's already been a threat in the red zone, could have an even added role in the red zone. So 
I'm expecting him to go back to getting 70 yards and potentially a touchdown like he was before Dak got hurt. Okay, great. It's a great pick. Uh, just a good pick for me here. Uh, Dawson Knox versus Jacksonville. Once again, he's out. Okay. All right. Um, oh, yeah. Mari Cooper is hamstring. CD Lamb is ankle. My bad. Uh, I'll, go I mean, Dan Arnold. I'll yeah. go with Dan Arnold of the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Dan Arnold. He led the team in receiving. Let's go. <laughs> He's the only receiver on that team other than Deliska Chenault. Marvin Jones. And, and Marvin Jones. But Marvin Jones is hurt, right? I don't know. All right. No, he's playing today. I, I have that here. All right, let's do rapid fire defenses. Uh, Asher. Oh, shoot. Rapid fire defenses. Hey, um, don't worry about it. Tom. <laughs> Pittsburgh, uh, Monday night versus Chicago. Justin Fields is going to have a fit. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going with uh, the Buffalo Bills defense versus Jacksonville. And I'm going with, I'm also going to go with the Steelers against Chicago. Um, it's going to be a great game. Either way, I think Steelers eat. You guys are wrong there. Mine's a better pick. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine's a better pick. Jacksonville's the worst team in the NFL. Uh, I, Going up against the Bills, who are arguably one of the best. <laughs> that's why mine is the best. All right. Uh, let's go to our sit Um I'm going to go ahead and start this one out. Uh, sick of, do it. Sick of getting my answers taken. Um all right, I'm going to go uh, quarterback. I'm sitting Mac Jones. Uh, the Carolina pass defense is ranked second in uh, the NFL. Uh, is Gilmore playing? I heard he was playing. Did he play last week? He did. Okay, so Gilmore's playing. And they revenge game. Back. Gilmore got a revenge game. last week, too. Yeah, it's a revenge <laughs> game, obviously. It didn't. I, I, that was my main reason for picking him. Um, but yeah, no, and he's a rookie and this is a game where I see that, uh, this is kind of a game where like New England wants to like get over the top is like, you know, kind of a contender. Uh, and I think Bill Belichick knows that Max Jones is still a rookie. Uh, so I think he's going to dampen down or not dampen like uh water down the playbook a little bit. Um, and like I said, the Panthers have the second best secondary in the NFL as of right now. So, uh, I like, uh, I wouldn't play Mac Jones, um, even after a good week last week. Uh, Asher. Yeah, I'm going to go with Ryan Tannehill. Uh, the Rams just picked up Von Miller. That line is scarier than it ever has been before. But we don't know if Von Miller's playing. I think he is playing. I think he was actually Still, even with three. that, dude, like I don't trust Tannehill without Henry because yeah. that's the other factor. Bro, I'm, not like, it's it's a bad, I, I'm not saying it's either, a bad pick. I, I, either way, that line is, yeah. uh, is, is going to be all over Tannehill this week, especially with Derrick Henry. I mean, the Rams are going to come into this matchup knowing that Derrick Henry is not in the backfield and they can't, he can't just plow him over. The Rams are not going to be shy on that defensive line. They're not going to be shy. Tannehill is going to have a day on the ground. That's, yeah. that's exactly what I see. So he's my sit I, I I think Von Miller ends up playing as well, whether it be on a snap count or not, because obviously there's what we're in week nine or 10. I mean, there's seven more weeks of the regular season before you kind of have to get, they probably want to get him acclimated into their system. Not that it's hard, their system, because they just say sack, sack the quarterback, but um, all right, Tom, how about Run. you? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm surprised you didn't you didn't hammer this point home anymore, Justin. But I am sitting Trevor Lawrence versus Buffalo. Um, there, there is no universe where he has more than like 15 points. I'm pretty sure 
He's going to get intercepted probably two, three times. He's going to get sacked a ton because his offensive line can't stop Buffalo in general. Um, and, and none of the receivers are really going to be able to get open because those Buffalo corners are underrated. Uh, they're, they're really good, and they've been holding the, the air yards in check as well. So I don't um, see any, any way that Lawrence scores more than 15. Except uh, to, for reiterate, the, to reiterate that uh, my Buffalo defense pick was the best, um, uh, Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer towards the end of games, they're both like antsy little like babies basically. And if they're losing or not playing well, they try too hard to maybe get on the board or something like that. I see a couple late turnovers here, possibly even mm-hmm. one or two defensive touchdowns as well. Um, mm-hmm. There's just no way there that, that I don't think there's any way that Jacksonville puts up more than 13 points. And I don't think there's any way that uh, th- Trevor Lawrence throws under one uh, under two interceptions. So, um, all right, uh, Asher, uh, we'll go running backs. Uh, you. Yeah. Um, this should be an obvious sit unless everybody's around the hype about Eagles running backs, but please sit Boston <laughs> Scott. Don't, don't start Boston <laughs> Scott this week for the love of God. They have three running backs in this system. I understand between Kenneth, Kenneth Gainwell, Jordan Howard, Boston Scott. I know Jordan Howard and, uh, Boston Scott both led last week, two TDs each. Don't start them for the love of God. Do not start Boston Scott. Chargers are going to run up the score against Eagles defense. They're going to need to throw the ball. And if they're going to throw the ball to the flats, it's going to be to Kenneth Gainwell. It's not going to be a Boston Scott. Boston Scott's more of a goal line running back. That's where he got his two TDs. So don't suffocate in the hype. Please sit Boston He's Scott. He's touchdown I cannot, dependent. I cannot stress that enough. Don't start Boston Scott. Um, Unless you're one of those like teams in one of those leagues where everyone has like five running backs on their bench, yeah. and you're like, yeah. "Well, I had Miles Sanders, and I need a guy." Like, there is no. that scenario where if you're just looking for like a ceiling play, like yes, play the touchdown dependent running back. But like if you're looking just as flex, and you're like, "Oh, I could play," you know, Boston Scott, or I could play Marvin Jones. Like, take Marvin Jones; he'll at least get some PPR points. Yeah, do not, <laughs> yeah, do not put Boston. Do not put Boston Scott in this week. Um, okay, Tom. I, uh, I know that I said Pittsburgh versus Chicago, uh, is going to eat, but I really, really hate Khalil Herbert this week, just in general. Like eh, he's had, he's been a great plug and play guy for the bears since Montgomery got hurt, but there, there's a chance that Montgomery returns this week versus Pittsburgh. So if you're like me and you have Khalil Herbert, but you don't have David Montgomery, take him out of your lineup until game time. And I know you risk the chance of, of him playing and having another great fantasy outing, but this Pittsburgh defense is really good. And they are pretty good, I guess, uh, I think, against running backs. They allowed the sixth fewest fantasy points per contest to running backs. It's already a bad matchup, and then you got to factor in Montgomery might even come in, even if it's just on a pitch count like we see with Kittle today. Even if Montgomery just comes back in on a pitch count, there's there's a chance that he stipends enough targets and enough touches away from Khalil Herbert to make but neither of them fantasy relevant. So until we get full confirmation as to the status of David Montgomery, if you have Khalil Herbert but not the other, I, I would take him out and look for fantasy points elsewhere. All right, I feel that. I feel that. Um, all right. Um, I had James Robinson, but it looks like he's out. Um, so I'm going to go. 
Yeah, yeah, Travis he's out. Out, yeah. yeah. Uh, I just checked. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Jeremy McNichols. Uh, he's a B a or he's uh Derek Henry's backup. I think a lot of people are going to think, uh, you know, go right to the backup and play him. Um, a, they did bring in Adrian Peterson who will get some carries, but that doesn't matter as much as the fact that they're probably just going to end up passing the ball a lot more than they usually do. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't see any value in McNichols or Peterson this week. I don't know what you guys think about it, but I don't really see any valuable points from them uh in one league i picked up both of them uh but then i needed a wide out because Corey davis was out and i didn't have a fourth so i ended up trading peterson to my dad for bateman because i was going to cut him anyway um and he offered me bateman like previously but um i i was gonna hold on and see huh that's a good pickup for adrian peterson that's a good pickup yeah well my dad needed a running back so it worked out um but I I just – what was I saying? I forget where I was going. Oh, I was going to hold the both of them and see which one's going to do better. Um, but I think just going forward, like this is just going to be a split backfield where it's one of those void backfields where too many people touch the ball, kind of like the Eagles, uh, where there's not really going to be any fantasy points to go around. Yeah. I feel that. Um, just a quick update, Tom. Guess who's uh, guess going to be who's the new, the new member of Justin's Pirate team this week? Who's that? Derrick Henry. Why? Because <laughs> I don't know who else to pick up. <laughs> Take their best player. That is their best player. But he's I hurt guess, until the I end mean, of the season. Yeah, that means out for the rest of the season. Do you, I mean, I, I'll send you both my roster. It, it is going to benefit me more than anything at the end of the year when Derrick Henry is on my team. Is Derek this like Henry. a keeper league or like a dynasty no, pirate, pirate league? league. So it's done. I don't know. Like you can't. I don't. I the don't pirate league, where I pick up a winner from every team. I yeah, win. I understand yes, that, I, I know what a pirate Derek league Henry? is. What? Why would you pick up Derrick Henry? He's out for the rest of the season. The season's over after that. So if if it's a dynasty league, I thought he was a pirate league. I thought he was coming back. No, he's not coming no. back. Oh. Not for the fantasy season. Oh, then I don't know who I'm picking up then, because the team I'm playing sucks. I'll probably just take all their money. Okay. Um. Fair enough. <laughs> um. Uh, let's go wide receivers. Uh, did you Tom do your uh, running back? Oh, uh, yeah, you said McNichols. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. The Titans guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Wide receiver, Ash or Tom, we'll start with you. Go ahead. Um, it's funny that you went with Mac Jones as your uh, quarterback, Justin, because I actually had written down before the show Jacoby uh, Myers. I very mm. much hate the matchup versus Carolina in general. Um, but if you look back over the past five, six weeks, he started off being that number one target and then has progressively gotten less targets as we've gone on and to the point where he's now averaging eight points over the past three games. Um, people are saying that he's going to have the uptick because Mac Jones is going to need to look for him. I, I First of all, I never understand why anyone had him on roster in the first place because he still hasn't scored a touchdown in the NFL. Um, I get he had all the PPR points, but come on, you got to catch a touchdown. To, in, in some leagues, you, like, you need touchdowns to be relevant, like in my one league. Um, our scoring system is way different, so everyone's very touchdown dependent. But um, Myers is going up against Carolina, as Justin said, which is a very, very, very elite pass defense. I think, Justin, you said second in pass yeah, defense? Second. Yeah, second. Um, 
Plus, he's going to be going up against Gilmore most of the day where it's the revenge game. So he's going to be bullying Jacoby Myers all day long. So I, I very much hate Myers this week more than usual. All right, uh, Asher? Yeah, I'm going to go with a bold prediction here. I'm going to go with uh, sitting Cortland Sutton Ooh. this week. Yeah, I know. So it's a bit of a bold prediction. Um, Cortland My bold prediction against- didn't work out last week, just remember. Yeah, but hopefully this works out this week. If anybody <laughs> watched Denver last week, Jerry Judy came back. He seemed a little hobbled. I'm not going to lie. He mm-hmm. did not seem like he had his step, the step that he usually has. Considering that, I see Cortland Sutton coming in as the wide receiver one as far as Dallas's eyes go. And I feel like Trevon Diggs is going to eat up that matchup considering Teddy Bridgewater, his short, pack, short pass accuracy is great. Trevon Diggs might be the best cutoff defensive back in the league. I'm just saying that now. He has six or seven interceptions now. He might be the best short-range cutoff defensive back in the league. And if he can cut off that that connection, I feel like Trevon Diggs is going to eat up that matchup, and I feel like Horton Sutton's not going to be the play this week. I don't hate that pick, and we can argue about Tra- <laughs> we can argue about Trayvon Diggs uh, tomorrow, maybe. But Trayvon Diggs is not anywhere near a top ten defensive back in this league. It's he's a scheme player. Um, but like I said, we can talk about that later. Um, Tom, did you already go with your wide receiver? I did. I went with Jacoby Myers. Okay. Um, all right. I'm going to go with Devonta Smith this week. Um, I love that. That was my other, that was my other choice. That was my backup. If someone went Myers, <laughs> I've actually liked it. I've, I've grown to like Devonta Smith. I don't think, well, I still kind of think like any given day or any given Sunday, he's going to get tackled and just break in half. So there is credence to that. Um, but he's just, it's wild. The, the Eagles are so wildly can inconsistent with their play calling and what, like what they're doing. Um, I think they're probably going to rush the ball a ton this week. You look at, if you look at uh, Devonta Smith's like stat lines, like he'll have 10 targets one week and then the next week he'll have like three. So he clearly, it clearly is in a sheen right now with a quarterback that just is kind of like, we're going to go how the game goes. So I guess this is a Devonta Smith sort of a high ceiling, really low floor. And I think it's a little floor day, especially because the Chargers defensive backfield isn't that bad. And Asante Samuel Jr. is very good. So, um, I think Asante Samuel is out this week. Well, like I said, if it doesn't really matter, it doesn't matter to me. So don't tell me things like that because it's not going to make me change my pick. So unless it involves the Browns or the Cardinals. Your fantasy really teams. <laughs> well, there's no defensive players on the fantasy team. So. That's fair. Um, Maybe that's what I'm going to do. Maybe I'm just going to become an expert in the uh, defensive fantasy, whatever that's called. <laughs> IDP. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to be great. All right, let's go to uh, uh, sit uh, our tight ends. Um, Asher, we'll start with you. Yeah, I'm going to go with Albert Oakwake Boonham. No. Uh, the, tight, the tight end that's coming in for Noah Fant. I'm, I, don't like any of the re- I don't like any of the receivers – um, including tight ends coming into this game. I don't think Teddy Bridgewater is going to have the game to be able to throw to any of his, any of his pass catching guys um, against Dallas's defense. I'm going to say this just because or just based off last week, I know the Vikings have had their issues with whether they're going to go with the run game or the pass game, but Kirk cousins, he threw only short passes all game because he was afraid to go deep. And I feel like Teddy Bridgewater is going to have the exact same thing. And even if he tries to get the ball to Oakwake Boonham, I don't think he's going to have the day that he thinks he's going to have. So I'm going to start. I'm going to sit Oakwake Boonham. 
Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna save my comments for later. Aquaman has my heart. <laughs> okay. So go on and make your pick now. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you wanted to go or not. <laughs> I, I, I who's aqua like, they like uh, so when I was doing this I guess, show, with- I guess my point is for anyone like I'm more outside the fantasy world than this, so I don't think it really matters because I don't think people really watch this for fantasy. But there are a lot of people, Asher, that if they just tuned in right now, they would have been like, I, I, "That's not a human being." Like the name you just said, they would have just been like, I would like to just preface that by saying that's why I pick people with names that like that people know. Because maybe that one percent outside that isn't like really smart in fantasy football is kind of like me, and that's why I give my my picks too. Well, so. I'm sorry, but but Oakwake Boonham is the tight end one this week for the Broncos I, because Noah Fant is just out. Please call you're, him. You're 100 right. I'm just saying there are people like me out there that are like that's not that's an alien, that's <laughs> yeah, an alien that's human being. Yeah. But yeah, for, um, it sounds like you have a stroke every time you say his name. And like I said, it's not the majority. <laughs> there's not the majority of people that listen or watch this, but there's one or two out there that I see you. I like you. So, you know, um, all right, Tom, go ahead. <laughs> um, okay. I am tired of getting screwed by this guy week in and week out. I have him somewhere in my, you know, start to sleep every single week and wherever I have him is always wrong. So I'm finally, Going to put Tyler Higby in the in the sit-em tight end spot. I'm sick and tired of this man coming in and out with five fantasy points, seven fantasy points per week. Um, he's been held to under 50 yards in seven consecutive outings, but the only way he's broken the 10-point mark is through a garbage-time touchdown. Um, uh, and, and they're playing the Titans today, so they have Kevin Byard on him. Um, and the when he's on tight ends, the Titans have only given up 25 or more yards to two tight ends this year. Um, I'm I'm still waiting for his splash game, but it's not going to come today versus Tennessee. I think they just are going to lock him up. You know what's weird about Higby though is he's still a top 12 tight end in PPR leagues. I, I know, which is weird. <laughs> which is weird. It's because he gets like he'll get like four targets a game, catch all four of them and have it be for like 30 yards. I'm like, dude, how I, I can walk 30 yards. <laughs> like yeah. I don't understand sometimes with it, but, and he gets garbage time touchdowns. So hey, hey, Tom, Tom, no one, no one cares about your pick anymore. You went on too long. I'm going to have to bring on the Oscar <laughs> music next time. I'm just going to start playing you guys off when you talk too long. Um, because this, this whole position and this whole day was really, re- it's really about this pick for me. Um, oh, Oh great! Oh, so, oh it's going to be uh, the, the uh, highlight of the show, huh? We're this guy. He's, he's already benching on my bad Travis side. Kelsey. He he's already on my bad side. Uh, I don't like him. He went to a very bad university. I'm sitting Pat Fryermuth this week. Um, yes, the Bears have only given up 25 catches to tight ends all year. Um, and when their linebacking core, their linebacking core isn't that bad. It's not the worst part of their defense. And I just hate Pat Fryermuth right now. So if you play him, <laughs> you talk about him or speak of him, I'm probably just going to block you. So, uh, but no, oh. he actually, the, the bears are actually good against tight ends. So, um, hey, Tom, I don't know if I'll be able to come on the show next week after my sleeper pick. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, I love you, it. <laughs> what, what was the guy's name last week, Tom? Seth? No, it was Sal. Seth. 
Sal. Sal. Yeah, you and Sal, of course, you just have to both fall in love with Friar Muth. And then he just straight up, talk castrates, up. <laughs> me. castrates me an hour and a half later. Okay. <laughs> oh, we right. were sitting there. We both had him as sleeper tight end picks. And he put up a touchdown, 14 points, and it was great. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, uh, rapid fire uh, defenses. Uh, Tom. New Orleans versus Atlanta. I am very afraid. Uh, Asher. Yeah, I'm going with um, – my, uh, sorry, Bengals defense against Cleveland. You're sitting them? Yeah, I'm sitting Bengals defense. That's true. We play really good without Odell Beckham. Um, I'm going with uh, Denver's defense versus Dallas. Uh, Dak's playing, correct? Yep, yes. I thought so. All right, cool. All right, let's go to our sleepers. Um, uh, let me make sure I don't have one that I really want to say. I can open because mine was Tyrod, and we already talk, touched on him and talked about it for a minute. So I'm I'm very hopeful that he's gonna tear up that that Miami defense. All right, uh, Asher. Then we'll go to you. All right. Um, this is gonna be really odd, uh, considering Uh-oh. who I'm a fan of. Uh oh. Um, but I'm so excited about this pick. I'm going Jordan Love against KC. Uh, I love no. I love I love Jordan Love this week, and let me tell you why. He has been been sitting behind Aaron Rodgers. He has not been pressured into a situation for the past two and a half or one and a half seasons to play an NFL snap. I feel like he takes everything that he has learned this game, especially against KC. This should be an air raid game. I know that KC has had its ups and downs with turnovers whatsoever. Like it doesn't matter. Block that out of your minds. I feel like this could be an air raid game, and I feel like Jordan Love is going to put the Packers on the map this week showing that he should be the starting quarterback for this team, letting Aaron Rodgers go for good to the Steelers. I like Jordan Love this week. Uh, I, I can't like get behind Love. that. I you can see this it. I can see this being game like a jet game the past couple weeks. Nope. We're gonna see the backup come in. He's gonna look either mediocre or crap. And then we're gonna see an injury happen and Blake Bortles is gonna come in through the blazing sun and lead the Packers to victory and earn himself a starting job again somewhere. Jordan Love is going to light up <laughs> KC, I promise you. I disagree. You heard it here first. You heard it here I first. I disagree. I hate right. Jordan Love. I love Jordan Love. <laughs> you All love right, you some great. love. I love me some love, bro. You just like Jordan Love because you hope – like, never mind. <laughs> I hate the Packers. What do you mean? I have no reason to love Jordan Love. Whatever. I have no reason to, but I like him this week. All right. Um, uh, my sleeper quarterback, once again, the best, the best pick of the bunch, Jimmy G versus the Cardinals. Um, the Cardinals are probably – I think the Cardinals are going to get down early. I don't, I don't think they're going to win this game without Kyler Murray or with Kyler Murray severely injured – not severely injured, severely not being able to play as well as he can. I think they will get down early. Um, and I think Jimmy G will put up 20, 22 points. Um, so yeah, if you have Kyler Murray, maybe go pick up Jimmy G. I don't know. Uh, all right. Running backs. Let's go. Tom, you can go first. I don't know if this necessarily counts as a sleeper, but he's only projected for 13 fantasy points. Alvin so I'm going to say Alvin no. Kamara. Remember <laughs> when I got yelled at for making him my sleeper? I do. <laughs> Go ahead, um, Tom. Let's hear yours. <laughs> I'm going with Josh Jacobs versus the Giants. Um, he hasn't really played 
over the past what has it been two weeks i think where is he do we have him on our dynasty team justin yeah we do who uh we have josh jacobs i didn't realize yeah we um, always do. <laughs> the the giants have been horrible versus fantasy running backs this year um they're allowing the ninth most fantasy points They've given up at least 100 yards from scrimmage to seven different ball carriers through eight weeks. Uh, with everything that's been going on with the Raiders, um, Zay Jones moving into the Z spot, I think is what I saw, um, meaning there's more workload for other receivers through the air. But I think that it could also lead to Josh Jacobs getting some PPR touches uh, and receiving yards through the air. So I'm having Josh Jacobs as my sleeper. All right, Asher. Yeah, I'm going to go with um, Mark Ingram, the two-headed monster yes. back in Atlanta. It's back in Atlanta. It's it's back in the Saints uh the Saints backfield. I'll tell you what, against Atlanta, the two-headed monster has to be back. Jameis Winston out for the year. They're going to have to rely heavily on their run game and the two-headed monster is back. I love Mark Ingram in this situation. When Alvin Kamara can't be out there, Mark Ingram is going to light it up. I love Mark Ingram this this game. I like that pick. Also, um, so I, I'm a fan of the number changes this year, the rules where they can do whatever they want uh, with their numbers. I got to say, though, have you seen Mark Ingram, what number he's wearing? Uh, isn't it somewhere. 14? Yeah, he's wearing it's 14. opposite of Camara. Yeah, it's 14. It's like very weird. So it's going to be a little weird seeing 14 run the ball. But um, other than that, I've really liked the jersey and the number changes. All right. Uh, my sleeper running back is uh, – I mean, who knows? I hope he's not out. Maybe he is. I don't know. Uh, Darrell Henderson versus uh, the Titans uh, for the Rams. I think the Titans are still have a horrible defense, and uh, I think the Rams could. I what? Uh, I don't know what the spread is in that game. I think the Rams are going to get up early uh, and just look to kill the clock the rest of the game. So Darrell Henderson should have a good game. And uh, you said it earlier, Asher, uh, he's a little bit of a threat out of the backfield as well. Um, yeah, I like him versus the Titans. I, I just think the Titans are going to have a really bad game. I think it's going to be really tough for them to kind of find an identity without uh, Derrick Henry. Um, all right. Wide receivers. Asher, we'll start with you. Yeah, I'm going to go with Hunter Renfro um, mm-hmm. against the New York Giants. Henry Ruggs, obviously everyone knows the news story. We don't have to go into depth. Uh, but Henry Ruggs is obviously not going to be playing. Um, and – Hunter Renfro finally has his spot in the slot. Who else to go to besides him and Brian Edwards? Hunter Renfro is going to have a hell of a game against the New York Giants, and I have Hunter Renfro as my big slot sleeper this week. Okay. Um, I like that. I love that. I, I don't like him, though. Um, all right, Tom? I am going with a guy, and I'm, I'm giving praise to you, Justin. I'm pretty sure you called him out early last week. Um, I am falling in love with Van Jefferson now that Deshaun Jackson is out of the equation. I love him as a as a guy to stash for the rest of the year. Um, I love him today versus the Titans. He's going to get his full-time work in the slot now. Uh, or I, I should just say in this top three, because I know Cup and Woods kind of also rotate into the, the slot a couple of times. But um, he had a huge catch last week and a, a pretty big game last week. Uh, we all know Tennessee's defense is, is pretty soft through the air. Um, I think that he could he could potentially have a very replicated week or a better week this week now that he's going to see some more time. 
All right. Um, um, all right. Uh, my sleeper receiver is uh, – there's a couple I could go with um, here. Uh, this guy's not going to be – he's going to be available in most of your leagues. I would wait to see how he does this week and pick him up. But uh, Rashard Higgins um, for the Browns with – uh, OBJ out, um, especially uh, Richard Higgins, uh, his production after uh, week seven or eight when OBJ went out last year skyrocketed. Uh, he's Baker's favorite target outside of Jarvis Landry. Um, uh, like I said, I would wait to pick him up, see how he does this week. But um, if he does this week well and the Browns are still throwing the ball going forward, he's going to get – anywhere from eight to 10 targets a game, if not more. Um, he's Baker's favorite receiver. Like I said, he's also playing on a one-year deal uh, and it's coming down the edge here. So uh, he's going to want to prove himself to get the Browns to get uh, a better contract. But uh, I do like Richard Higgins. Um, I do got to say he's got a stupid, he's got to stop doing a stupid TD dance because he doesn't score enough touchdowns to do it. So I don't know why. He <laughs> um, it's funny. Cause I know exactly what dance you're talking about. I actually yeah. know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Every time he's like scored, he scored once this year and he did it. I was like, Jesus. All right. Yeah, um, bro. Right. You need to pick it up then. <laughs> um, let's go to our tight ends. Uh, all Asher, right. We'll here's where you. we're going to have some controversial talk and I love it. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. Yeah. yeah Asher, we'll go with you for, yeah, we'll go with you first. And we'll well, go so with Tom. it's interesting gonna, because, because Justin and Asher have beef and I and Asher have beef. <laughs> yeah. You guys, I mean, obviously Justin's not going to like this pick, but I'm going Pat for your move. Uh, baby Gronk, as I like to like to refer to him as, he's gonna have a huge game this week. Listen, he he showed he's a a viable option as the big man for short gainage or even in the red zone against Chicago. That's gonna be huge for the Steelers. If if ben, Big Ben wants to get the ball to anybody who needs to go up for the ball, Pat Freermuth is gonna be that guy. I like him this week, and he's my sleep tight end. I love it. <laughs> I, mean, I don't. I don't hate that pick. I mean, I think. Yes, I do. think at this point, though, it's more of just he's more of a boom, he's he's more of a boomer bust tight end. Um, so he's I just don't think he's, he's gonna a have a great. End. What? He's a boom tight end. Yeah, he could be a boss. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, fine. All right. Yeah. All right. Fine. When if he doesn't score at least ten points this week, I okay. I'll, I'll just apologize. I'll, I'll apologize to you formally on the show. I don't think you need to apologize to me. I think you need to apologize to the city of Chicago next week. Um, and then if he does get over, to if he does city? well, then I'll apologize to him. To All right, the whole good. city. All right. You have the to apologize to Chicago. All right. I'm gonna. We have to make this video. If if this happens, and he's and if Pat Fryermuth gets more than ten points, we have to get Justin in a chair with a formal apology and then blow up his yes. Twitter. Blow yes. up his Instagram. If he, get, if, he, if he gets more than 10 points, I expect a formal apology in MLA <laughs> format. In That's MLA format. And then, a, and then a video copy of it so that we could send it to his DMs on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to win the bet, so I don't really care. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, uh, tight end, uh, primary, uh, Tom, uh, you guess you guys have, deep, yeah, I, I mean, about. man, how are you saying Aquaman's not gonna, gonna be making plays, man? He, he was already involved in the passing offense when Fant was there. Now he's getting all the red zone targets. Not gonna happen. You're saying, wait, did you have Cortland Sutton as your sit too? I did. Yeah. I had him. And so, so then who's going to be scoring all of these points? Nobody. They're Nobody. Gonna shut out. They're getting shut out. They're going to get shut out. Okay. Yep. 
Aquaman is about to have great day. He's a perfect DFS play because I think right now I looked on FanDuel. I think he's like the minimum 4,000, maybe like 4,500. I mean, everything is lined up. He's not even going up against Trayvon Diggs. He's going to get the safety on him. I never said he was going up against Trayvon Diggs. I said Cortland Sutton was. I'm ah, I love Aquaman. Aquaman has my whole heart this week. Yeah, right. cool. cool, Tom. We I'm going really with it a lot. Um, I'll go with uh, CJ Uzoma uh, from the yes. Bengals. I, I I don't even know who he is really, or if he's a tight <laughs> Nobody end. Does. Nobody uh, does but for two weeks out of the season. I've 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 now turned on like the Bengals game like twice this season and he scored like four touchdowns. So I'm gonna go with him. Uh, and the Browns are just if you've watched any of the Browns games, they're very viable to give up the big play. It's just they don't have very good communication in their secondary. Uh, they'll get they're gonna get beat on play action at least twice this game. So um, I like Uzoma. He seems to be if uh, Joe Burrow like you know peels off of. Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd. Um, he just goes to Uzoma. I don't know how to say his name. I'm sorry if I'm saying his name wrong. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'll go with Uzoma. Sorry. All right. Um, defense rapid fires. 49ers against Arizona. Uh, Las 49ers. Vegas versus the Giants. <laughs> Las Vegas versus the Giants. Uh, Cincinnati versus the Browns. Um, all right. All right. Um, uh, do we have any questions? Um, anything like that? Uh, also, uh, I can give out a couple props. Uh, I really like Justin Jefferson over uh, 77 and a half yards this week. Um, that's in the Minnesota game. Uh, what was the other ones I was looking at? Uh, I don't really like any of the spreads this year. Oh, yeah. Uh, I also like Jalen Waddell over five and a half receptions. Um and I don't know, I'll tweet out some if I come across any. I don't really like any of the lines this week. Um, I, I, usually I bet on the Browns. I would not touch the Browns this week. It's not going to be a good game to bet the Browns, even though they are plus two. Um, yep, I'm going to bet the Browns plus two, so that's good. Um, all right, uh, anything else, fellas? Um, no, I got to go, boys. After uh, you can leave, you can leave whenever you want, man. This is your show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I just I, I needed to tell you guys. You know, I don't want to leave you guys hanging. You know. All right, man. Well, uh, I think we'll probably see you tomorrow. If not, we'll see yeah. you next Sunday. No, I'll um, see you guys tomorrow. I'll see you guys all right, tomorrow. Cool, cool. All right. Well, all right. just hey, just remember though, watch that guy. Watch him. I expect tomorrow morning that once he has a bad game, uh, I expect the uh, Pittsburgh's on Monday game. night. Yeah, it needs to be. It'll be red tomorrow. So it'll, yeah. it'll have to be Tuesday. It has to be Tuesday yeah. then. We're gonna we're gonna have to talk about this feud again tomorrow. That's yeah, the fun we part. Absolutely will because <laughs> the game is Monday will. night. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Whatever. All right. Later, Asher. We'll see uh, you peace tomorrow. Out, boys. See you good pick. <laughs> um, and this is actually oh, good. We got Asher out for a little bit because I know this is something that we I brought up that I wanted to talk about. We can just you know do five five six minutes real quick. Mm. Tom, me and you have been talking about this. Basically, since we started doing this podcast, why are more teams not doing exactly what the Los Angeles Rams are doing? I, I have no idea because it's perfect, and we've talked it, about how perfect it is. It's unbelievable. Like, 
because I've been talking about it this week, like when it happened, I even talked to Zach and Zach kind of agree with me. Like they traded a first round pick for Jalen Ramsey back when, or maybe even was two for two first round picks. Two. Either way, if you have the number one overall pick for three years in a row, you're lucky if you get a guy good as good as Jalen Ramsey. And then them taking on this Von Miller for two middle, like two second picks. It's insane. Like I understand the contract, like it's a little bit different. The Rams to take on that money, but no, but that was the great thing about this trade. They got Denver to cover 9 million of the 9.5 million that was left. They're only paying 500,000 for his services this year. I didn't know that either, but I mean, it's, it's just, it it blows my mind because I saw that happen. I saw that go down and, Obviously, I didn't expect to be a first-round pick for Von Miller, but like I expect, like, and that's the other thing I don't understand about the NFL either. I guess is there there aren't really any player for player trades, and yeah. I understand it's harder than it, it is in the NBA because the salaries are way different and like just way different between positions. But it just and I, like I said, we've been talking about this since since it started. I, there's there's absolutely no reason right now if you're a contending team like savior the cardinals and I, the cardinals even did it kind of by trading for zach Ertz, who we've all known is still a pretty good pass catching tight end so mm-hmm. it, it, it like when this came out on wednesday or whenever tuesday or whatever it was i was like this is insane they know exactly what they're doing it, it's it's crazy and and that was that's what almost kind of made the obj it made me understand the obj thing because even if the browns would have covered even half or more of the money that they're owed it, that they owe him. I think they could have found a trade partner for him, but then again, I don't think people were really worth looking at giving up. Like to me, a six round pick, even as Odell Beckham is right now, a six round pick isn't worth Odell Beckham. Like, I'm sorry. Like I'd rather have on my my team running decoy routes. I I know you're the Browns guy and I, I'm not sure if you saw this, but I did see an article that talked about Odell Beckham to the Saints because that was a thing up until the hour before the deadline. Uh, They had a deal in place, and they didn't disclose what the deal was, but the deal was fine. The only thing that the two teams couldn't agree on was how to take on Odell's salary. I think that after seeing the Von Miller trade and the Broncos covering, like I said, $9 million of the 9.5 that he was owed, I think because the Saints are in the the salary cap hell that I have specifically talked about on this show a lot. Well, yeah, like I I am a very big person. I'm into all the cap, and I understand like where the Saints are at right now. They they are in salary cap hell, and they will be for the next ten years. They were. I'm pr- I'm pretty sure, and I I read this on this was more of like a, a hypothesis. No, that's not the right word. Um, it is, it's like a theory as to what it was. Uh, the, the, the saints were trying to get the Browns to cover, I think half of the contract so that he fit in perfectly. That put him right up on the, on the luxury tax or whatever. And, or at the very maximum and the Browns wouldn't do it. They said that we'll take a uh, 25%. Let's say that extra 25% wouldn't work with the saints. And they didn't want to have to cut anyone because they think they have a contending roster, even with Winston hurt. So that, that yeah. that's where the trade kind of fell through. And I don't know if you saw that or you can provide some more insight, but that is just what I saw. I don't have a lot of insight on that. I mean, I saw like, honestly, I, with the whole OBJ thing, I was just like Baker is definitely, it's not Baker's fault, but he's definitely not the guy I think we all thought he was. 
And like the more I read into it, like, like I said, and you kind of agreed, it, it, it just isn't a good system for Odell. And that probably should have been looked at before they decided to trade a first round pick for Odell, who was younger at the time, 24 or 25, but what the trades are going for now, it's like, I, I don't think you would have had looking back. I don't think you had to give up a first round pick. Um, but in, that also like, I think Andrew Barry is a very good GM. I think he's probably one of the top five young guys in, in the NFL, but hearing that, because I, I didn't do any really reading on it, but like hearing that kind of makes me not angry. But the only thing that I'm kind of scared about Odell is that like, obviously he can still play. Like I said, he's a rich man, Deshaun Jackson. He'll probably catch three touchdowns by the end of the year. Giving him to New Orleans, you get him out of the conference then. You get him out of the conference. So like, that's what I don't understand. Like, I don't want him to come back because it's very possible he could go sign with Baltimore. Or he could sign. Yeah, that that was my thing. I we didn't talk about it because we were talking about the Saints and the Packers being the great perfect spots. If he were to go to Baltimore with Lamar Jackson and Hollywood Brown and and that offense, which is just explosive, I think yeah. that is really his ideal situation. Even though the Packers is the perfect situation and the Saints is a good situation, I think the most ideal for him is Baltimore because they're a contender and they'll make him the number one, which is what he wants. Yeah, who's uh cool? Who's Atlanta playing today? Uh, New Orleans. Okay, just wondering. Mm-hmm. My dad, uh, my dad's got Matt Ryan as the backup, but he's got Kyler Murray too. I, I just told him to play Matt Ryan. Yeah, no. Um, if he's looking for a guy that's available in most leagues, he could pick up Brissett versus Houston. Uh, I think he will probably get 15, 20 points minimum because it's Houston and he has the receivers. Before I went with Van Jefferson as my sleeper wide receiver, I actually had Waddle and Parker as like a uh, like the Miami receiving room, but specifically those two um, as my my sleepers. Um, and I, I could have solidified that having Brissett in, and I actually believe that they play almost a little bit better with Brissett in over Tua. Almost Tua Tua looks for Waddle a lot more, but um, as a whole, those two Brissett would be a solid pickup. Um, and Tyrod Taylor, if he's also like quarterback in that game is going to have a good game. Yeah. I don't know who I said for my sleeper tight end, uh, because I kind of just run through it, but did you actually set your lineup for my league so that you don't have, uh, Najee Harris on your bench? Uh, doing it now. (laughs) Doing it now. I didn't. What? Okay. I'm on it now. Okay. Uh, yeah, because you, you have bye weeks. You have Tunyon, who's on IR. Uh, Kyler Murray. Right. I don't even know if players to play this game. Uh, you you can move Baker into your quarterback. Yeah, you can I take out Sermon for Na- Najee. Uh, tight end wise, you can put in Austin Hooper. Yeah, I know. I'll figure it out. Uh, <laughs> I, what do you think? Should I play Baker or Ryan Fitzpatrick? I don't know. Fitzpatrick's still on the IR, and he's on. No, it's a joke. <laughs> I mean, Baker could throw 12 interceptions. You never know. Never know. <laughs> um, oh, uh, the only other thing uh, I wanted to say, because I know we're not going to get the chance to talk about it um, tomorrow because we just do mostly football. Um, obviously, it wasn't a good day yesterday for Manchester United as they got killed by City 2-0. Um, mm-hmm. But I know I texted you when it happened, and it it, it really is. It, it Cristiano Ronaldo is – far and away the most clutch athlete ever and it's insane it's insane it's insane watching him play soccer like i've never seen anything like it it's insane he's 
he's basically in the Champions League. He scored like the last like in the last three games, like game winners or like game tires. So he, he's insane. I we all he owns everyone and it's great. Um but oh shoot, I gotta take Mike Evans out too. Allen Robinson, like First of all, if, if you're the Bears, why did you not trade Allen Robinson? Because he is the only talent that they have to to help Justin Fields. But I, I they're not throwing it to him. <laughs> like, you have the talent, and you don't want to get rid of him because he's the only talent, but you don't want to use him. <laughs> like, it's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's – it's. Uh, oh. yeah, I don't know. All right, um, so 1245 uh, – 10 o'clock tomorrow, correct? I believe so, but we have to double-check with Asher that um, – because whatever time we went on last Monday worked for yeah. him best. So we'll I'm have good. to double-check with Asher. It might be 12 because he's five hours ahead. So 5 o'clock yeah. gets out of work there. So Yeah, either way, uh, we'll see everyone tomorrow. Um, yeah, I don't know. what uh, Prediction for – or the Jets already played. Yeah. Uh, I think the Browns lose a close one. I think it sucks there in Cincinnati. Um, it, it, the last thing I'll say about that is it, it wouldn't surprise me if they lose this game and then maybe lose one of the next two is after that, and they, they just decide to shut Baker down for the year, tell him to get the surgery. And, um, yeah, but it, it, really doesn't matter. Like, it sucks. I'm not looking forward to watching the game, but whatever. Um uh, yeah, no Jets for you. Like, what do you do? What are you going to do? I, I forgot what I did last the other Sunday when the Browns played on Thursday night. Uh, all right, you got anything else, man? You're muted. You were muted. Okay. Um, all right. Well, that's going to do it for today, guys. Uh, like I said, we'll be back with our NFL recap tomorrow. Probably also recap some college football. Um, maybe recap UFC a little bit, but obviously mostly going to get into our NFL uh, recap. Um, Browns start here in about 20 minutes, so – uh, go Browns, uh, final prediction. Yeah, I'm changing it. I'm going to go Browns 24, Bengals 20. All right. Um, that's going to do it. See you guys tomorrow.